episode 879. Several Green Bay Packers players are returning from injury this week. We'll discuss them with Lindsey Polaris of WBAY in Green Bay. It's all coming up on Railbird Central next. Good morning, Green Bay Packers fans, and welcome to Railbird Central at Cheesehead TV, the longest tenured Packers podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Brian Caravu, and today we're looking at an upcoming game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. To do that, we're joined by a guest on the phone. Baltar, find me another expert, one that likes me this time, okay? We're joined by Lindsay Polaris of WBAY in Green Bay. Lindsay, how are you this morning? Great. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of an early start, but can't complain. Hope everyone's doing well out there. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, um, you're used to covering the night shift at uh, WBAY, I'm sure, whereas I'm a, oh, a yes. kind of a morning <laughs> person. But, uh, Lindsay, just for our listeners to get to know you, can you describe your role at WBAY? Because I know you also host the, what what do you call it, the Cover 2 show there after Packers games as well? So I am a fill-in host uh, for my sports director, Chris Roth, for those uh, night games for cover, too. But, yeah, I'm a sports reporter at BAY, so I'm at a majority of the Packers practices, locker rooms, so um, essentially beat reporting for the Packers um, in one of the offseason gets a little bit uh, a little bit of a quieter time. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in and around the team uh, pretty much from day to day. Yeah, very cool. I caught you on uh, the the Cover 2 show hosting that this past weekend because it was the night game and all that. You did a great job. Uh, We got several topics to talk about today here as the Packers prepare to play the Buccaneers. Um, There's been several injured players returning to practice this practice this week. Clay Matthews is among those after missing the Steelers game. So, Lindsey, do do you think he'll be able to make a difference that's been missing in the Packers pass rush? I think definitely. I think every time that Clay Matthews is out there, his presence is felt. And I think the biggest thing he provides is him and Nick Perry are great at setting the edge for the Packers. Um, You know, I guess the biggest issue is can he stay out there? You know, he had uh, his last sack come against the Ravens, and then he made an early exit um, from that game with a groin injury. So, I mean, it it just depends if he's going to stay out there the whole game. I think definitely just the veteran presence bodes really well for, you know, the Packers defense who has just had guys coming in and out with injury. If anything, for consistency, I think it's, it's good to have him out there. Yeah, I think so, too. They're a better team with them on the field than without. Um, another injured player, uh, Kenny Clark. Uh, Lindsay, are you surprised how quickly Clark has been able to return from his high ankle sprain? I guess, I guess it's not guaranteed he's going to play, but he's returned to practice. Yeah, he's back at practice, um, and obviously that's a guy you want in your front seven. He's been, you know, made a huge jump from year one to year two. Um, and, you know, I actually think his injury, the way it happened, looked worse than it was because we had some 
pretty interesting video that if you see Ryan Jensen roll him into the pile during that Ravens game, um, I think what a lot of people didn't see is Ryan Jensen also lifting him up to get him out of that pile or what it appeared that he lift him, lifted him up to kind of get the weight off that ankle. Um, and I think that honestly made all the difference from, you know, a major, major issue with his ankle to just having a high ankle sprain. Um, so obviously really positive sign for the Packers defense that he's back, um, you know, and he sounded like he would be back during locker room, sounded excited uh, to be able to practice. Obviously, you know, the next injury report's going to come later today and we'll know more. But like you said, he was practicing, taking limited reps. So, I mean, I would feel pretty optimistic, at least pretty good that Packers fans will see him out there on Sunday. But like I said, up in the air for right now. Yeah, I'd love to see Kenny Clark back out on the field on Sunday. Uh, Lindsay, quarterback Aaron Rodgers is eligible to return to practice today. And, and although the Packers don't practice on Fridays, he at least conceivably could do so Saturday. Do you think he will? You know, I think given that the public was given sort of a teaser, um, you know, at Heinz Field, we saw Aaron Rodgers throwing, you know, 50-plus yard passes. I think he will practice, um, you know, just it's such a morale boost for this team that has been struggling obviously. And, uh, you know, you hear guys in the locker room like Clay Matthews, um, who said he spent some time with him in the rehab group and everyone's just saying how great he looks and he is looking great. And he, you know, everyone's just so excited about seeing him throw that. I think that morale boost is what this team needs headed into a home game that let's face it is a must win for them. You know, they can't uh, drop the run the table quote, I guess, because no one's Aaron Rodgers, but, that's what this team needs to do if they want to have any shot at the postseason. Yeah, even though he can't play this Sunday, it will be big news if and when Aaron Rodgers does practice. Um, uh, Lindsay, uh, running back Aaron Jones also returned to practice this week. What do you think his role might be, seeing as Jamal Williams has done so well in his absence? You know, I think given the MCL, I think it was an MCL sprain, um, you know, I can't see them pushing him too much. He was limited participation Wednesday and Thursday. Again, we'll see the latest injury report that will come out today. I can't see them pushing Aaron Jones too hard, and especially with Jamal coming off such a great game uh, in Pittsburgh. But, you know, I think it just gives them, if he does play, more options. You know, Jamal was out there for a long time against Pittsburgh, and obviously you get tired after, you know, taking so many reps. He went from being a third down back to an every down back in that game. So, I mean, I think it's just going to give them options to sub out. Um, and, you know, they're both really good friends. They uh have the same agent so they've known each other even before they came to Green Bay and they both just when asked about the running back competition and taking reps they're both uh, ready just to give what the team needs so I don't think that there's any sort of animosity I think it's just a team effort with those two always and I think that's really good to see and to hear. All right so when Ty Montgomery returns he of course has been dealing with the rib injury 
Is there going to be an odd man out at the running back position where all these guys are going to have to share time? You know, I I guess we'll see when he comes back. You know, this week he hasn't practiced yet. So, I mean, I don't know that this will be the week if there is an odd man out situation, but kind of just what I've seen, they're using Ty Montgomery that third down back. He isn't he hasn't taken on that role of the every down back this year, not yet from what I've seen. So, um, you know, if anything, it just gives the guys in the backfield some rest. I, like I said, same thing with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, that competition, you know, they have guys to sub out. I think it makes Mike McCarthy, you know, a little more at ease given that he's got so many guys to use and that can all be productive in that role. But I mean, as far as who I've seen perform well, I mean, i got to give it to Aaron Jones. I think he's just more of an instinctive runner than the other two. Um, but obviously, Jamal Williams coming a long way, too. We're talking to Lindsey Pilars of WBAY in Green Bay here at Railbird Central on a Friday morning. Uh, Lindsey, do, do all these players getting healthy, or at least, you know, the, the, the ones we've talked about who we think are going to be back, like, Clay Matthews, Kenny Clark, Aaron Jones, maybe. Uh, does this give you more optimism that the Packers will be able to win these last two games before Aaron Rodgers' potential return? Definitely. I mean, I think anytime you can get injured players at least practicing, it's a good sign. And, you know, to be honest, obviously, there's no moral victories that end up counting. But, I mean, what the Packers were able to do in Pittsburgh was, I mean, inspiring I guess um you know they put up I would say their best game with Brett Hundley under center um and they were able to score 28 points against you know one of the league's best defenses and it was the first time you really saw the offense get a good flow under Hundley so if they can do that against the Buccaneers I mean I I really don't see them not coming out on top I mean the defense played pretty well, forced three turnovers. It had all the makings of a, of a win. It just didn't pan out when, you know, Big Ben and the Steelers were able to put together that last drive. But, uh, you know, historically the Buccaneers do play the Packers well. You know, the last of, I think it's all six of the last games have been decided by single digits. So, you know, just because they're four and seven, you know, the Packers can't take their foot off the gas this Sunday because, you know, then you get another unexpected win, and then, you know, the postseason picture, you know, just starts falling through your fingertips. Yeah, we don't want to see that, at least not yet. Um, Lindsay, if there's been one area that seems to be going in the opposite direction, it's at cornerback where Kevin King has a practice this week. Demarius Randall was added to the injury report. How much of a concern is this to you? Uh, it's not a huge concern, not only because Demarius Randall seemed optimistic about being able to have a pretty good matchup with Mike Evans in the locker room. He spoke about it. I know he is on that injury report and has been out. Wouldn't be uh, worried that he won't play Sunday, I guess. That's my best guess, but... Josh Hawkins has also done, a, you know, a great job stepping in when Kevin King has been injured. And, you know, I mean, I don't think we'll see Kevin King playing this week just given his shoulder injury. But also the coaches have always talked 
about how optimistic and excited they are about Lindsey Pipkins. And we have seen a little bit of action from him this week. I mean, it's not the ideal situation, but I do think that there are guys that can step in and fill in, and that's something that's kind of been a recurring theme with the Packers. So I think they will handle the situation in that same way. All right, Lindsay. here, before we let you go, can we get an official prediction from you on what's going to happen in Sunday's game? I'm going to go optimistic and uh, hopeful and say that the Packers will come out on top. I think it'll be close. Um, do you want, I guess, an official score prediction on that? Sure, why not? It's not. I'm not going to hold you to it or anything, but uh, <laughs> go ahead. I'm, I'm going to say 24 24- 12, let's say, with Packers on top. I think that, you know, just like you said, a lot of the guys getting healthy is going to bode well. And it seems like Brett Henley, you know, took a took a lot of steps in the right direction last week. So we'll 12 see points. How it goes. I like it. If the Packers can hold the Bucks to four field goals, I like it. So, Lindsay, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, talk to us this morning. Greatly appreciate your insight after talking to these players in the locker room. Keep up the good work there, okay? All right. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for joining us. Lindsay Polaris of WBAY joining us here at Railbird Central on a Friday morning. Glad to have her joining us. Glad to have you, the listener, join us as we continue on with the show. What the hell's going on out here? I'll try to tell you, Vince, in our Packers news segment and my commentary on it. By and by the way... Railbird Central is brought to you by B-Rock, Madison's forthcoming craft beer bar opening in the spring of 2018. Glad to get this going finally off the ground and hope to see you there at some point. Um, Packers news. Okay, the big news on Thursday was that the Packers officially filed the paperwork to collect a portion of former tight end Martellus Bennett's signing bonus. Uh, This is according to Rob Domofsky of ESPN, who reports the NFLPA is also aware of the situation. Now, we knew this was a possibility, perhaps a likely one, when the Packers released Bennett with the designation that he failed to disclose an injury. And we all know the story by now. Bennett hinted at retirement during the Packers' bye week. He was inactive for one game with the Packers, then released. Uh, He went to the Patriots and both practiced and played right away as he was listed with a shoulder injury. And then after playing two games, he was just placed on injured reserve with a hamstring injury. Now, apparently, the Packers could have tried to get back the entire $6.3 million signing bonus, but they're just going after the amateurized portion of the $4.2 million, which is, you know, equal to the final two-thirds of the signing bonus, that would count against the Packers' salary cap the next two seasons. And, you know, that makes sense to me that they're just going after the amateurized portion. You know, Bennett, after all, he did play in seven games this year with the Packers, even though if you argue he didn't play all that well. Um, but, I mean, that that makes sense to me. Um, and, and I think, you know, it, it states in the article maybe that strengthens their their position and their contention uh, that they should get that money back. When a decision will be made, we don't really know. (laughs) I guess we'll just have to wait for that. 
just like we'll have to wait to learn if running back Aaron Jones will be suspended by the NFL for violating the league substance abuse policy. And speaking of, we have an update on the situation involving tight end Lance Kendricks, who told the media, multiple outlets here, that he did not receive a citation for marijuana possession despite video show him being pulled over by police. Now, presumably, we either have a situation where the police officer decided not to give a citation or the district attorney has decided not to pursue it. Whatever the case may be, kudos to the public servants who didn't take action on this worthless legality. As long as someone is smoking or ingesting marijuana in a responsible fashion, go for it. So you smoke up, Lance Kendricks. Um, then there's the news that the Packers are going to activate cornerback Dimitri Goodson in time for the Buccaneers game on Sunday. This comes directly from Goodson in an interview with Tom Silverstein of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Goodson has already been practicing now for about two weeks or so, uh, after he's been, you know, activated or, you know, I guess he's still on the pup list, but, you know, allowed to practice for this three-week window. And the Packers have to do something with him by the December 6th deadline, which, which granted, is after Sunday's game. Uh, but they can make a decision anytime before that, just anytime in that six-week or three-week window. They either have to activate him, cut him, or place him on injured reserve for the rest of the season. Um, so... Uh, the, the, this timing comes pretty well, too. As we just talked about with Lindsey Polaris, the Packers have some depth issues with, with Kevin King and Demarius Randall both working through their respective injuries. In fact, one option facing the Packers that isn't exactly an appealing one, but pardon me, but maybe a necessity is, is that Kevin King could be placed on injured reserve ending his season. Uh, we've seen him play through this injured shoulder and it doesn't appear to be getting any better. And in fact, the belief is that he'll have to go undergo off season surgery, even if he does happen to play through it. Um, so the, the Packers have to make a corresponding move here to activate Goodson. Uh, and, and, you know, placing King on injured reserve is just one option. I mean, they can, they can cut someone. Uh, it's I, I don't know what the Packers are going to do, uh, but uh, that could come down the pike fairly soon. Um, now, now, as the article by Silverstein suggested, uh, and which I agree, you know, don't expect to see Goodson play on defense much right away, but at least he provides depth. Uh, you know, the more likely scenario is that he plays special teams. Uh, if and when he is activated. And, and even that, I think, is remarkable after the devastating knee injury that he suffered last year, including a torn ACL, MCL, meniscus, and dislocated kneecap. It it was bad. Uh, you know, it kind of reminded me of the situation with uh, uh, Andrew Corliss when he was with the Packers and how devastating of a knee injury he had and, you know, took him actually a full nether season to to come back. Uh, he, he missed like a season and a half, and this is more like one full one here for 
Dimitri Goodson uh, after he was injured last year in the Washington game. Um, uh, but it, it's good to see him making strides and, and coming back, and, and perhaps he's ready. I, I think, you know, he'll be still be behind all the guys Lindsey Polaris talked about. Like, you know, Devon House is going to be out there. He's not in the injury report. Uh, uh, Josh Hawkins is going to be out there ahead of Dimitri Goodson, if necessary. Um, you know, Demarius Randall still could play this week, even if he is listed on the injury report. Lindsey Pipkins would probably play, at least in the slot. So the Packers have several options here uh, to exhaust before going the road to Dimitri Goodson. But, I mean, you know, one more player is injured is all it takes in-game for him to see the field, perhaps, uh, although the Packers also have Donatello Brown, too, um, as I believe he's still looking to make his NFL debut yet, but at least he's healthy um, and not coming off an injury. So we'll see what the Packers do there at the cornerback position on Sunday. As for a prediction for the game, you know, I'm at the point where I don't know what to think anymore. Uh, I thought they would be they being the Packers, I thought they would be competitive against the Ravens at home and they weren't remotely close to that. And then I didn't think they'd be competitive against the Steelers and they were. So my mind just doesn't know where to go with this team right now. Um, you, you know, uh, I, if there's one thing working in the Packers favor here, um, it's that, you know, they, they were competitive against a good Steelers team on the road, and that's given them optimism. And on top of that, it, it is almost a must-win situation for them in that, you know, yeah, technically, if they were to lose, you know, they'd, they'd still be alive for a playoff berth. You can't eliminate them from contention already. But it wouldn't look, you know, their chances wouldn't look particularly good for the playoffs if they were to lose. That and the fact that, you know, Aaron Rodgers looks like he is going to come back. Uh, other, several other injured players are returning. There's there's reasons for optimism here. But in spite of all this, uh, I just have seen this as an up-and-down team. And, and while last week they were competitive... I'm not sure we're going to see that out of this Brett Hundley-led team on a consistent week-to-week basis. I'm going to predict the Packers lose. I don't know what to think of a score here. I guess I'm just going to go with an easy 24-21 to score that I think is, you know, anybody could predict that kind of score. Um Whereas Lindsey Polaris went with 12 points for the Buccaneers. Maybe I should go with that. But uh, any 24-21 loss for the Packers. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they win. I hope they stay in contention for the playoffs. I hope they win out. I hope Aaron Rodgers returns and it's this great redemption story. All those things. Um, so prove me wrong, Packers. If, if this provides my 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 podcast that probably won't reach you but in case it does if that provides any motivation so be it uh i'm predicting you to lose and i hope i'm wrong uh continuing on the day ahead all right so there's a few things we're looking for in the next couple days including the roster move we just talked about with dimitri goodson if he's going to be activated for this weekend's game then it has to happen either friday or saturday 
and there's got to be some sort of corresponding move with that as well. So we'll see what happens there. Then there's the situation with Aaron Rodgers in which he's eligible to practice on Friday, uh, but the Packers don't practice. So he could conceivably practice on Saturday, but he doesn't have to. You know, the Packers could choose just simply not to have a practice because he's not going to play anyway. And so, you know, what's, what's, you know, the hurt of just waiting till next week, um, you know, and he just rehabs. I don't know if you consider throwing a few passes uh, off to the side practicing or not. Uh, We'll, we'll see what the reporters say. The, the practice before the day before a game is always closed to the public. Reporters don't even see what happens. Uh, even even the warm up. So uh, whatever is going to happen is going to have to be leaked to some insider, very likely uh, an ESPN or NFL Network employee, uh, as it so ha- often seems to happen. So um, we'll be waiting to hear what happens on that. As for the game itself, we're looking at a noon kickoff on Fox. Uh, noon central time uh, as the Packers host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Lambeau Field. Um, it's going to be interesting this week. If you haven't heard yet, the color commentary for this game is coming from former Packers wide receiver Greg Jennings. And I've, I've, I've heard his, you know, appearance on, you know, Fox sports uh, as like a talking head several times. I've never heard him do a game before. Uh, so this is going to be an interesting, a one, a, a guy who's had several criticisms of the green Bay Packers unfairly, many of them, in my opinion, although there have been times where, uh, Greg Jennings has admitted he's been wrong on at least one occasion, uh, but that hasn't stopped him from re-criticizing the Packers after that. So uh, it's be an interesting one, to say the least, to uh, hear how he does calling a Packers game. So there's that, and there's all the other usual ways you can catch a Packers game, whether on the Packers radio network, uh, whether the NFL's official streaming options or their satellite options or whatever. Uh, enjoy the game however you choose to enjoy it so enjoy the game folks uh and uh that's gonna do it for today's episode of railbird central thank you everybody so much thanks you thank you to Lindsay polaris of wbay for being our guest on today's show uh we'll be back uh in three days to recap this buccaneers game on monday uh so excited to talk about how the packers do then uh, so, uh, that'll do it. Railbird Central typically airs every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. That's a live edition of the show, podcasted and on demand later in the day. Have a good weekend. Uh, I leave you today, folks, with a song called uh, Bellwether by Lotus on Side Fidelity Records. See you later, and go pack, go. Go.